welcome to the second episode of Disney Discourse. I'm your host, Sophia, and I'm here with the lovely Abigail. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. It's good to be back. Yeah, you know, second episode. Very strong. Exactly. You know, uh, both uh, my parents listened to it, right? And uh, three things happened. Number one, uh, my dad had a go at me for not knowing who wrote the Jungle Book. Oh, oh no. Uh, I've been told that is uh, Rudyard Kipling, which I did know. <laughs> I just forgot to say. So my dad had like an absolute go at me for that. Uh, oh. Number two, uh, I mean, I already told you this, we had to go at Abby here for in the future when we get to Fox and the Hound, she chose that over 101 Dalmatians. Absolute sin. <laughs> I completely forgot about our, uh, 101 Dalmatians and exactly. Fox and the Hound. <laughs> and number three, and this is actually probably the worst one. My mum listened to this, right? And she kept going on about how many times I say the word like. And she's <laughs> not wrong. I listened to it back when I was like editing it. And the amount of times I say like, you could like do a drinking game, you'd be drunk in like 10 minutes. I was like, stop talking, stop talking to myself. It was bad. So, you know, now every time I'm like talking in my house and she hears the word like, she just like starts screaming at me. Oh my goodness. Now that you've said that, I'm listening to you speak and every other word <laughs> is like. But to be honest, I'm the same. I need to like, no, tr oh no, stop it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to try to not say it as much. And now yes. I'm watching myself, but I do it without thinking. I was about to say it again. I do it without thinking. It's like, you know how you, no, stop. <laughs> it's like a connective for me. I use it as like the same word as and. Same. Oh, same. oh, oh no, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I can already see this going badly. <laughs> yes. Indeed. Okay, well, would you like to get on to the context? Yes, let's go. Mm. Let's go. So, the Aristocats was made in the 1970s. Mm -hmm. It is an American animated romantic musical comedy film by Walt Disney Productions, based off of a story by Tom McGowan and Tim Rowe. It is the 20th Disney animated feature film, and it was the last film project to be approved by Disney before his death in December 1966. Also, many songs were written, but only five made it into the movie. Yeah, because I was um, like going on Wikipedia to look at what movies came before and after. Jungle Book came out before this, I think. And then he kind of died. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> he didn't want that. Whoops. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, this was like the first movie. No, actually, I'm not sure if that's true. No, I think it was. It was the first movie to come out. No, the first movie to come out after his death was The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. <gasps> the classic I'm... itself. That is actually a really good movie. Yeah, I agree. And, yeah, and the songs. I, I forgot that there were songs. <laughs> like, I remembered the, you know, everybody wants to be a cat. But I forgot everything else. And so I was watching it, I was like, oh yeah, this is this has got music in it. This is this is a musical. Oh, nothing like some fairy singing. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Okay, have you I mean I know, but do you remember any instances when you watched this movie before? Yes, I used to have it on the VHS when I was younger. <laughs> that's all we had. Yeah. Um, and it was like one of the I think I had that, Cinderella, and wow. then like a bunch of Winnie the Pooh mm -hmm. movie. The way it um, should be. <laughs> indeed. So when I was younger, and like I was obsessed with movies and I would watch them like seven times in a day, <laughs> like over and over again. Um, and Aristocats was one of them. And it started uh, your obsession with Disney animal movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it did, it did. <laughs> Oh, I can't ask, like, 16 years later, 
now the only movies that you've chosen are animal movies oh yeah I noticed that trend I was like hmm something yeah yeah not the 101 Dalmatians yeah no just didn't pop into my head (laughs) um I you know on planes how they have TVs right yeah and Disney being the you know as amazing as it is it has the section for Disney and they have like a lot of the classics so every yeah. time I go on a plane I just catch up with all this these like old Disney movies that I never watched so that's where I watched uh, Fox and the Hound and Lady and the Tramp and the Aristocats I <laughs> I love that all of those are on my list <laughs> <laughs> it's all the animal ones I never really got into the animal like I remember watching Dumbo. I remember watching, what was the, Robin Hood. But I yeah. didn't watch any of the other ones. Like, yeah, I, I actually never liked Dumbo. And yet you like, chose it. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I never liked Dumbo. And I mean, I still, I haven't watched it in ages. Just because, like, it's not one of my, I, to be honest, I don't know why I picked it. <laughs> How can you but, not yeah. like like a little baby elephant getting drunk. What? What? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's classic. You know the pink elephants on prey like actually like scared me as a child. Really? Yeah. It's terrifying. Like oh, goodness. Anyway, so when I was watching this and okay, no no. Going back a bit, I was with Aiden, you know, a friend mm-hmm. of ours, because he is French, and I was showing him my favorite French moments in animated movies. Yeah. We developed a French bingo, which the ones we came up with is there has to be a shot of the Eiffel Tower. Yes. They have to say an iconic French line like, Sacre bleu, or, you know, ha ha ha, or something like that. I knew you would say that one. And some sort of reference to the can-can. The movies that I've seen this in so far was in Thumbelina, there's the can-can. And he's, he, you know, there's a little French, because, you know, that really, the worst character, the bird, uh, Jacquemot is French. <laughs> then uh, in The Little Mermaid, you have the chef, and he goes, you know, like, hee-hee-hee, ho-ho-ho. And I think they also played the can-can music when Sebastian's trying to run away, I think. Yeah. Anastasia, you know, the um, they go to Paris and there's the king yeah. and, and there's the iconic Eiffel Tower. It, everything. Like, that one has everything, okay? And, oh, there's one more. Pinocchio. Um, Pinocchio has the can-can as well. So, this movie is in France. Yes. I don't know why it's in France. I have thoughts about it being in pr- France, but I'll get to that at the end. And I think... I remember there being an Eiffel Tower shot. There was, indeed. But I don't remember there being anything else. There's Sacre Bleu, of definitely. The <laughs> yeah, um, it's the scene where the driver of the magic carpet of course. Sees, um, sees O'Malley in the back, and he like, oh, wait. Yes, no, 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 you're right, you're right. O'Malley right. jumps on, and he screams, he's like, Sacre Bleu! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I, I apologize for my terrible French to any French listeners out there. <laughs> I am not French. We dropped like French GCSE like two years ago. Uh, uh, yeah. So in Aristocats, out of French bingo, there were only two. Two out of three, though, to be fair. Three good. So I'd say that's, that's a solid French bingo. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yeah. And then I tried making one about the cat, like cat bingo, but I was only able to come up with two, and it was a joke about the nine lives, which there was. The there villain's was, like, yeah. "Oh, I hope they have nine. No, 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 no. It's he's like figuring out how long until they die, and he adds on the nine lives. Four times. Uh, he's like four plus twelve times nine, or something like that. Oh, what a maths genius! Yeah, and, and he gave up <laughs> literally. And then the other one was uh, cats landing on their feet. But I didn't think that was very good, so we can ignore that one. I mean, Marie falls off of a train track into water. We will get to this, but Marie... I have thoughts about that. Marie annoyed me. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, do you want to start with the characters then? 
Yeah, let's go. Okay, okay. Uh, let's go from the least present character to the most. Yeah, okay. This isn't in, like, exact order because some of these are quite big characters, but oh well. Number one. Oh no, the French names. Okay. <clears throat> Roquefort. Oh, okay. Roquefort. <laughs> Roquefort. <laughs> All the French <laughs> listeners are going, <laughs> like, cringing right now. <laughs> chamber choir when we had to do that french song and i remember having to write underneath like the most basic english translation it was like imagine if the word was like soccer blue i was like sock rare blue (laughs) like it was so bad yeah Mm -hmm. and i make fun of you for messing up names (laughs) (laughs) okay so it had terrifying eyes like just black circles it was just i remember seeing it for the first time like oh that is okay it's possessed kill it kill it now <laughs> kill all the rats it's just a you know, running theme here just uh, just all the rats just kill them all <laughs> and um i thought that his voice sounded familiar the entire time i was like i know that voice that sounds yeah. familiar. and i googled it and it's the same actor who played winnie the pooh really yeah oh my do you hear it now yeah i hear it oh that's so weird i was like oh so i swear it's someone i think he's also done some other ones i i swear he was in like um alice in wonderland maybe i uh but yeah and i have i don't have many thoughts on um, roquefort i got it wrong again didn't i roquefort Roquefort. Roquefort. Okay, okay. But, I mean, I thought it was a bit boring, but to be honest, I thought that about most of the characters. Yeah. Um, But he was loyal. I'll give him that. He, like, he, like, risked his life for them. Yeah. He was gonna die. I love his little, his, like, detective outfit. That was my I favorite. put here the original uh, mouse detective. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was it? Basil, step aside. Ro- Roquefort. Did I say it right? Yes. Yes. He, he's the real mouse in town. Also, something, you know when they, like, get drugged? Oh, yeah, with the yeah. sleeping pill. In the background, it's playing on Rockford. Uh, it's playing Rockabye Baby as he falls asleep. It's like, dun, 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 dun. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> and I went back and I was like, oh, that's really clever. I mean, I actually really like the background music in this one. I don't remember it very well, to be honest. There were just some moments where, like, I noticed the background music, like, the underscoring, and I was like, very good. Found that Mickey Mousing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, thoughts on Rockford? Um, I, I love him. I mean, he has a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't like the rats in Disney, <laughs> in Disney no, movies. No, it's more than that. It's, uh, I'm trying to think of a mouse I like. I don't think Basil's that bad. Mm-hmm. What other mice are there? Apart from, you know, like, Mickey Mouse. I can't think of any, to be honest. <laughs> I was about to say Alvin the Chipmunks. A, not rats. B, not even Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Just nowhere near. <laughs> when I was younger, okay, so the scene with the creme de la creme a la Edgar. Um, Which bit is that? the milk scene oh right drugging yes yes drug scene <laughs> um Roquefort gets his his what did he call it? cracker cracker and he dips it in the milk and yeah. when I was younger I think that's that's how I started because even today I'll like have a glass of milk and some biscuits and just dunk it in there and I think I started that because of him I was so, gonna yeah. say, if you dunk crackers into milk at that point, not saying that anyone deserves to be roofied, but <laughs> oh, I don't know why they chose a cracker and not a biscuit or a cookie. But I will never dip a cracker in milk or anything. Actually, yeah, like <laughs> I forgot the villain's name, Edgar. Right? Maybe, maybe he was on the you know the right track. Uh, poisoning. The right them. Track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next characters: Abigail or. <laughs> Oh, oh, I thought of you when I was watching it. I literally wrote, called Abby. (laughs) (laughs) 
then Amelia and Uncle Waldo. I love Uncle Waldo. <laughs> I said, I, I literally said in my notes, Uncle Waldo is like the drunk, creepy uncle, like the classic drunk, creepy uncle. You know, they were like, oh, he got drunk by being basted in white wine. And then I went and I was like, wait a second. Is that a thing? I feel like white wine, sorry, not white wine, being basted, that's like when you put alcohol like on top. So did he, like, absorb the alcohol through his skin? <laughs> Obviously, he was alive, so he probably just drank it all. But I loved it when it's, like, basted in white wine. And Omana goes, basted? More like marinated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was such a good, yeah. Um, I loved the instrumental for the, for the dance. The, like, the, it's like the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it was very good. And I love that, like, even the cat started waddling too. Yeah. <laughs> and then the little one, he's like, Mama, do we have to waddle like they do? She's like, think goose. <laughs> he's like, thanks, Ma. I mean, I don't remember much from the Aristocats. Like, I went in here remembering two things everybody wants to be and cat. And weirdly enough, that instrumental was the thing I remembered the most. And it was like yeah. the most random thing, but they are my favorite characters. They are the I, best. <laughs> they're so good. And did you notice? Um, so it's Uncle. So Abigail and Amelia are the nieces. Yes. And he put niece and goose together and said that they're his favorite nooses. And I was like, oh, is there like a, a hidden darkness in there? Like, damn, okay. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> is he trying to yeah. imply that they make him want to kill himself? I would, that's what I was thinking. It's like my favorite nooses. And because they're like so loud and annoying and they're really not helpful, even though they try to be, they tried to teach O'Malley how to swim and he was just drowning. <laughs> so we like, yeah, you guys make me want to kill myself. That's the British for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can say that. We're British. Um, they were, yes. No, they were the best characters. I just wrote that I love them because I do. Um, they said they were British and I can't remember which cat, but pulled the like most disgusted face. Like, ew, you're British? What are I you doing here? <laughs> I guarantee you it was uh, Toulouse. I think so, yeah. Oh, right. I mean, he's my favourite mouse, uh, not mouse, cat. But so judgmental. He is. Um, okay, uh, this next one, I don't have much to say about them. The next three, I don't have much to say about, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But I have Napoleon and Lafayette. I'm taking this horse by the right wing. Okay, so I just need to say this. Mm -hmm. Two dogs, I love them. They're so funny, comedic duo. Lafayette and Napoleon, French, right? Why do they have a Southern American accent? That was that question. They are like so South. It's like, what? I thought this was French. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that, do they have owners? Um, I don't think so. It looks like they live in like an abandoned windmill area. Good for them. Well, I mean, you said you love them. You don't like them? I thought they were the worst part of the movie. <laughs> They were, A, okay, to be fair, slapstick comedy, which lit was, like, every scene they were in was slapstick, is yeah. my style. I, I don't find slapstick comedy very funny, to be honest. And every scene with them was prob was when I was the most bored in the movie. Yeah, I, I must agree with you there. I guess when I was younger, I found it very funny because, you know, a child's sense of humour. Mm. But um, now I was just like, okay... Get on, get on with it, you know? Like, we've seen the exact same fight before. You guys might exactly. stretch out while trying to kill each other. It's, yeah, it got a bit I, boring. Maybe. The entire scene, like, it was bad enough in the first one when they're in, like, the cart. But the like, scene where he's going back, Edgar goes back for his hat. Yeah. Was, what was the point? It's, like, the worst filler. I thought the cat, sit, uh, the cat and the mice in Cinderella was bad. This is worse. <laughs> No, they could have removed the characters altogether. It wouldn't. It would not have changed the plot. Yeah, no, I I do agree. Um, but the thing, like going back, he didn't have to go and get his hat because it was like no one goes there. It's two dogs living there. They stole your hat to make themselves warm. They stole your bike and umbrella, like for shelter. Who's 
what police is going to go over there and be like, oh my goodness, this is evidence. <laughs> and even though, would they even be able to take it off the dogs? Mm. <laughs> like, exactly. Just another slapstick scene. Oh God, no, please, God, no. <laughs> Not again. Okay, the next ones I have is <clears throat> the weirdest names for a cab, but sure. Scat Cat, Shungon, Hit Cat, and Billy Boss. See, I never knew the names of the other cats. I only knew Scat Cat. And I think Scat Cat, I ha- okay, in this movie, I have a lot of favorite characters. <laughs> he's, def- he's definitely one of them. I don't- he's just so much fun. I mean, I don't have much opinions of them, but do you want to get to the controversy of the movie? Yes, let's do it. With our boy, uh, Shungon. Because here I have, um, I'll oh, read was that the Japanese? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it was the Asian. I had, I have, yeah. I'll read out exactly what I put. Ah, yes, have an Asian character voiced by a white man with it being racist by also having exaggerated Asian features and playing the drums with a chopstick. I literally, I wrote down, I watched the scene where he, he had his little solo and he was like singing. Oh my god. With really like over like Asian accent, like it was really overdone. Shanghai Hong Kong Fu Young Fortune Cookie always wrong. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is not okay. <laughs> no, it's really not. And 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 the music itself switched oh. to like Asian traditional music, like you could hear it. Yeah, uh, stop Disney. I was uh, researching it and because um, I was like, okay, this has to be like a white man. I was like, every time Disney does this, same with Dumbo, they have a white man playing a, a person or an animal that is not that race. And yeah. I mean, it's right. But um, now on Disney Plus, before the movie, they have to have this little warning being like, yeah, we, 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 this is bad. We know it's bad. This doesn't reflect our value. So, I mean, that's Disney for you. Yep. <laughs> Happens every movie. Apart from that, though, I didn't think much of the other ones. Scat Cat, I don't know, he tried to kill whatever the mouse was called. I already forgot its name. Rogefoot. Yes, that one, that one. And I was like, okay, that's kind of mean. Am I supposed to be rooting for a murderer? <clears throat> okay, the next one is... I don't know the name. I didn't bother to Google the name, so I just put mother. Oh, Duchess. No, 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 not the mum cat, like the owner. Oh, Your- no. Her name's just Madame. Oh, <clears throat> Madame, then. <laughs> Again, not many thoughts. She's in it. She's barely in it, but I put, um, she's the epitome of cat ladies because at the end, she, like, adopts all the cats. <laughs> yeah, she's like, for my new foundation. My home is open to all the alley cats. And I was like, okay, crazy cat lady a lot. Literally, like the epitome. Now I have, the next one is Edgar. Edgar. And I have some thoughts on him. Hit me. A lot, if you can see my little. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, number one, I hate him. (laughs) Nice. Great, strong <laughs> he is such a bad villain. He is everything that I hate with these types of villains. Yeah. Number one, he's not even clever. Like, usually in Disney villains, you have them being smart or, like, really, really evil and, like, chaotic. But mm-hmm. here he's nothing. I mean, l- let me read this. Okay, so he added on the nine lives when counting, when calculating how long until they die. Which is like, okay, okay, yeah, I get I mean, like comedy, but like, yeah. he's never presented as a threat. Literally, the first thing we see of him is slapstick comedy and him just being stupid with how, like, oh, I'm intimidating. He's not. Yeah. He's the weakest Disney villain. I totally even forgot he was a Disney villain. I, I thought there was no villain in the entire movie. And then mm. even when Edgar went on screen, I was like, oh, haha, slapstick. That's going to be a character that's going to go away right now. He didn't leave. <laughs> nope. But like he's, wasn't, like, he's the classic British butler. Like, when you think butler, it's Edgar. The murderer himself. 
Oh, yeah. Although, okay, his plan is terrible. His plan is to kill the cats or get rid of the cats while she's alive, Madame's alive. Yeah. As if she won't, like, go looking for... Why not wait until she's dead so you know that, like, nothing bad will happen? She won't go looking for them or anything. And even then, even from, like, a moral standpoint, even if it's, like, well, it's better to kill them when she's dead so she doesn't have, like... She doesn't know that they're dead because she has, like, such an emotional connection to them. I thought it was a really bad plan. I think he's really dumb and not threatening at all. Um, there was so much effort. Why didn't he just kill them? Yeah, it, like, ugh, I mean... He, like, just, like, overdosed them. Yeah. He didn't kill them. He just, like, the whole bottle of sleeping pills. Like, they should have been dead, surely. Yeah. Or, like, sleeping for eternity. Maybe they do have those nine lives. <laughs> and then, um, he's not even good at kidnapping cats because he forgets things at the scene of the crime. Like, he had one job. He His one job, he didn't even do that. His job was terrible in the first place. But sure, okay, we'll set aside the fact that the plan was terrible, okay? He poisons the cats. They don't die. He puts yeah. them in a basket. By the way, you know the little side part of the motorbike? Yeah. It's lame in every single movie, except Ben Ops <laughs> and Broomsticks, because Ben Ops and Broomsticks is the best, and it's actually cool there. But I was like, oh, come on, we get it. Okay, okay. Why yeah. a motorbike? Like, he does not strike me as, like, the motorbike type. Yeah, like, I, even, like, in my notes, I was like, he's such a bad driver. How did he get a license? Like, honestly, and every time um, the motorbike, like, pops, mm. his hat flies off. And I thought that was actually quite funny. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's clever. But, but then again, okay, another thing, like, when he's on the bike and he's being chased by the uh, the dogs. Yeah. And, like, he's under the bridge and he goes in the circle. Oh, yeah. This, this movie defies all the laws of physics. I'm just putting that out there now. Cats fall out of the bar, like out of the the sidecar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't notice. Like, how do you not know a giant basket full of cats is gone? Like the weight change that would have happened. Literally, just looking to your left to see. Oh, whoops! They're gone. Uh oh! And then even just like forgetting his hat. It's like, how do you screw up that badly? I don't think he was ever... I mean, okay, he is literally a B-Tech Corel Deville. Yes. But worse. Not in like, oh, he's so much more Eva. Like, he's just bad. <laughs> Trash. Literally. He is just... I mean, if you thought, like, Hans from Frozen was a bad villain because oh. he doesn't seem bad, okay, he's still... Hans, who is, like, only really a villain in the last 20 minutes, is still a better villain than Edgar here. <laughs> I, I agree. I definitely agree. See, with Edgar, the idea was there. The execution, however, was not. <laughs> Even the idea is a bit iffy at times. Like, just kill them when she's dead, and then you get the inheritance. Also, I don't think animals can get an inheritance. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. I don't think that's legal because they're animals. <laughs> the, like the lawyer, whatever, George, is there like, yes, yes, this makes sense. I'll add like these four cats in there. I think I think there was a moment of when he was confused. He's like, your, your cats? Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. It's like, yeah. <laughs> get through this. I'm retired, come on. <laughs> and then, um, so then I put here, uh, every other Disney villain is you know, living their best evil life. Maleficent's like cursing a baby in the first five minutes of the movie. Cut to Edgar trying to scratch a dog to get his hat back. Oh, I found that scene really creepy. Because the way the way um Napoleon was enjoying it in quotation marks was a bit a bit suspicious, I'm not gonna lie. Maybe enjoying it like another <laughs> hidden thing from Disney. Enjoying it a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> and then Talking about Appropriate hidden things. Yep. Well, I mean, this is for Duchess. I think I got the same one. Okay. We're gonna get to her in a bit, but um, in during the everybody wants to be a cat. Yeah. Okay, we got the same one. In her scene when she um when she she's says uh, yeah she's playing the harp, and she goes if you want to turn me on, 
And I was like, she says, if you want to turn me on, then blow a tune. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, I was like, you have your children there. the dirty joke of the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay but with edgar like my last little point for him did he die does he get suffocated in a box because there's no holes in it like i don't know if he dies but let's let's just leave it he gets sent to timbuktu yes in a box with like no holes for him to breathe. Yeah, actually, even yeah. that, how far away? I didn't even. I, a, I didn't even know. France, Timbuktu is in Africa. So I was going to say I have no idea where that was. Uh, well, I do now. That's far away, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's dead. I think, I think there was a label and it said Timbuktu and then something about Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember Timbuktu, but I, I didn't know where it was. Okay, well, do you have any other notes for our boy Edgar? Um, just the fact that in the beginning scene, um, Toulouse climbs on his face and he's just oblivious to it. And I was like, you would definitely notice if the cat was scratching your face off for sure. I, the last thing I had was um, he had a speaker leading to his room. Oh, and I know that's probably there so that she's like, oh, Edgar, help. But like, it's pretty creepy still having like her bedroom link to his bedroom sound wise it's like oh, you can just be like listening to everything and it's a bit mm. okay okay the next characters Toulouse is it Ma- Marie 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 yeah. and oh god Berlioz Berlioz yeah I I just gave up I completely okay. forgot I don't know how to pronounce his name so which is your favorite not Marie, she's annoying. <laughs> Marie is so annoying. My personal favorite. My... Yeah, go ahead. Toulouse. Toulouse is a legend. Yeah, yeah. Toulouse is my favorite as well. He, apart from the 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 ducks, the geese, I think I don't know what species they are, but apart from that, I think it was, Toulouse was an absolute legend. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the first thing I, I I thought when I saw them, uh, who is their father? They're each different color. I... That's one of mine, yeah. Because, I mean, you could be like, oh, yeah, O'Malley is Toulouse's father. And then and then Scat the scene, scene with Scat Cat, Scat they Cat. have, they're both black. They both have a red bow tie. And they, I'm like, mm. like They both like music as well. Yeah, it's, I was like, ha, huh. <laughs> Duchess, you naughty, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's using those nine lives well. Mm-hmm. And the voice acting, though, was actually adorable. I love the, who's it? It's the, the black one. I can't remember his uh, name. Early Oz. Yeah. yeah. He, he has a lisp, and it's so cute. <laughs> I think that was um, when Toulouse, he just, like, jumps up and down, pretending to be, like, an alley cat. He just, like, spits everywhere. <laughs> so funny. Oh, the best character, let's be honest. Um, yeah. Marie, like, you know how in every, like, Disney movie they have, like, one or two, like, really famous and iconic lines that they put on all the merchandise? Mm-hmm. Uh, Marie had all of those ones. Like, every single scene, she'd be like, how romantic. Or um, Yeah, and I was like, you shouldn't know this. <laughs> You're, like, still a child. Like a fetus. And then, um... <laughs> Uh, because I'm a lady, that's why. And um, ladies don't start fights, but she can But they can finish them. Yeah, I, I like that line. I was like, that's, that's yeah. a, I think that's one of the lines I've always remembered, and I, I think I'd use that. I was like, ladies don't start fights, but they can finish them. <laughs> Tom, I mean, I okay. I'm trying to think what my favorite quote from the movie was. I liked when um Thomas O'Malley went um, gee. Your eyes are like sapphires. Oh, I love that. It was so like genuine and romantic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wrote it down for when we talk about Thomas O'Malley. 
but I didn't hear it correctly. And I heard, geez, your eyes are like starfires. <laughs> Damn, okay. And then I, I had to like Google it and I was like, oh, never mind, that is not a thing. Anyway, back to the the, the little kittens. They all have hobbies. Marisa. I love that Caboose is painting and like it, he mixes the colors and everything. It's, so it's also really bad, but yeah, he's not very good. Yeah. I'm like, okay, imagine Madame realizing they have talents and then like going on the X Factor. Oh, the crazy cat lady with her cats. And like with um, scales and a pe- arpeggio song. Yep. Mm-hmm. Classic song from oh. there. Um, they all, they're all a bit off sometimes. And I was like, ooh. Okay. Yeah. okay. Kids, am I right? <laughs> yep. Us, uh, music GCSE students, of course, of course. We're like, oh, unacceptable. How dare they be off tune? And as a pianist, as soon as Toulouse jumps on the piano and starts playing it with his painted oh my balls, God. the paint all over, it made me cringe. That hurt I my soul. Got, like, I got triggered yeah. by that. Like, I the paint think- on the piano keys, no. You know how difficult. That's going to stay. That is a white... Piano, that is going to stain the keys. Kill it. Yeah, it hurt my soul. Um, I liked it when um, they say a lot of words wrong. Like the word maestro. Marie goes, uh, my straw. As if she's saying, like, my straw. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that. And uh, hippolatimus. I wrote that one down. Like, instead of hippopotamus. Hippolatimus. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, wait, is that an actual animal? And they're trying to say hippopotamus. I love when um, he cracks all his toes before playing the piano. That was a good touch. And then, like, cut to Marie just being really, really annoyed. Yeah, and then when he plays it, like, plays the piano and, like, she gets her tail stuck. She's like, Mama, Mama, he did it again. I was like, I wrote, I literally wrote down, I went, Marie is such a snitch. <laughs> Marie is always just screwing everyone over. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Marie, go ahead. I know you don't like her either. She's such a snitch. She's really like annoying. I mean, I know, I love her. She's sweet, but she's so annoying as well. She's always getting into trouble. That's- like, what was it? She, she fell off the magic carpet, she fell into the lake. Like, Marie, stop it. <laughs> Literally, I remember, oh, what part was it? It was when, it was during the end when Duchess and Tom, Thomas O'Malley are out outside of the, on like the roof mm-hmm. and Marie comes out and is like spying on them. And I was, I was just saying like, oh, she's going to screw this up somehow. She's going to do something. <laughs> get herself yeah. in trouble i'm gonna ruin the moment god damn it marie i genuinely like before watching the movie i remembered that line of the sapphires and i thought it was in that scene where she goes do my eyes sparkle like sapphires and i was like she's gonna ruin the whole moment by saying that because they're gonna be like what <laughs> no they don't marie stop go away honestly at this point if she gets herself in like trouble one more time. Just leave her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give up. Does she deserve to live? Mm. Mm. Okay, well that's all I had for uh, Toulouse Marie and Berlioz. But... Yeah. Okay, the next one I had was Duchess. Oh, she's such a like elegant cat. Mm. Prim and proper. <laughs> yes, indeed. Also, she's like she's so fancy. She has jewels. Mm, for a cat, it's like <laughs> I don't really care about her. I don't really care for her. I ha- don't really have any thoughts about her. Her being the mum, she's not really like. She doesn't seem like the main character. Yeah, mm-hmm. does she? She seems like a little bit irrelevant. I'd say Thomas O'Malley is more like a parent to them than she is. Mm-hmm. Like our Tom, Thomas O'Malley, the kittens and her. She is definitely the worst, and that's saying something because Marie is a part of that list. Um, she's so bland and the one time she's anything but like really formal and prim and proper is when Thomas O'Malley is talking to the ducks slash geese I don't know what they are and there is one like one really quick shot of her looking jealous and then that's it oh I know this yeah Yeah. and I think he says he calls them chicks and she goes (gasps) You know, she's I like, thought that was really me. clever. Me. 
Okay, but Thomas O'Malley, which is the last character I have written here. Do you want to get on to him? Do you have anything else to say about oh. those guys? No. Thomas O'Malley is so cool. I love him so much. He's the best part about this movie. I swear to God. I agree, I agree, I agree. He's, He's so, so like, so smooth. He's such a flirt and like he he seems like a player but he's not mm, but he's exactly just... although i will say he is a b-tech tramp from lady in the tramp he is an animal player that falls in love with a posh female that's attached to her owner and in the end ends up living with her oh that's so right i mm. never thought of that <laughs> and it's i have literally said, the same movie but cats instead of dogs. And they don't get roofied. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Edgar. And, uh... How he's, like, so amazing with kids. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's, like, so okay with the fact that she has kids. I mean, at the beginning, he's, like, three, four, five? <laughs> and he's, like, kind of weird, because he's, like, oh, my gosh, this lady has kids. But then he's really good with them. Like, on the magic carpet. Magic like, carpet. Yeah, and he's like, well, we have to say the magic words, and he just makes it so much fun for them. That's what we're saying. Better, you know, better parent than Duchess, you know? Yeah. That whole magic carpet, I, it's, like, canon in my head that the Aristocats inspired Aladdin. Yeah, I I had to search it up. I was like, when was Aladdin? And it was, like, 1990s. 90s, yeah. This is, I was like, uh, damn, so it's the magic carpet, and that's where Aladdin must have got it or something um i mean if you're curious uh, aladdin they stole it from this animator that they had in disney who was making an animated movie on like was it arabian nights or something 101 tales yeah. the original book <laughs> the original book and they're like yeah, yeah, yeah let's steal it from him but yeah that magic carpet 10 out of 10 and how smooth oh my god when he called the geese like hey chicks and calls the duchess baby is like mm, yes like, uh, and it's not it's not cringe it's just good. it's charming when he does it yeah if anyone else did it mm-mm, creepy nina nina but when, <laughs> yes, he does it, <laughs> when he does it i mean okay well that's all i have for the characters i have one more thing about okay go ahead go ahead He's such a gentleman, and he's definitely the hero of the movie. I'd even say the protagonist. Yeah, the guy can't swim, yet he jumps from I don't even know how high into water to save Marie again. And he like he just doesn't care that he can't swim. He just does it. It and just I, I love it. It just shows how much of like a good and kind cat he is. I was yeah. gonna say person. Cat he is like. Did Duchess do that? No. Yeah. <laughs> But she never. Gets <laughs> she doesn't do anything. Yes, she doesn't. She stands like going, "Oh, Marie, Marie." Marie said, "Like, thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. I love you too." Too feather. Uh, she deserves it. Yeah, yeah. She's it's so annoying. Protest to take away Marie's rights as being an iconic Disney character. Just saying, because I'd say like. Marie is the character that most people know from the Aristocats because of all these like iconic lines. And she's like so annoying. It's like, what the hell? She's also on all the merchandise. Like you never see any of the other cats. It's only Marie. Where's Toulouse, goddammit? I want more Toulouse. <laughs> Toulouse and O'Malley. I'm good with that. It's the two ginger cats. They just, they got those two correct. And then the other ones, they're like, screw them. Iconic duo. So I'm saying gingers, am I right? Yeah. Uh, okay so songs so it opens up with the aristocats is that the song yeah yeah okay which pet's address is the finest in paris which pets possess the longest pedigree which pets get to sleep on velvet mats naturellement the aristocats i don't have any thoughts on the song i don't remember it i watched the movie two weeks ago um it's what I liked about, like, I like the song, it's good, but what made it more special was the fact that it was in a French accent. Oh, and I was like, that, yes. that's a good touch for a supposed French movie. It shouldn't um, be I like Anyway, yes, I'll get to that. <laughs> I okay. liked that it was in a French accent. Mm-hmm. 
I I didn't have any thoughts of it like musically, but visually, I liked like the watercolor paper. And I was trying to figure out if the scenes that they show are, were they like recycled from the movie? Yeah, they were actual scenes in the movie, so okay. it was like a preview. Yeah, like, I was like. I was trying to tell if they had animated that just for the opening of, or if it was like actually from the movie. But it was hard to see because the drawings were the same color as the background. And so uh, I had yeah. to like look really, really closely to see that the drawings. Oh, I loved the artwork in this movie. It was, it was mm. beautiful. We'll get to the animation in a bit. Oh. <laughs> then after that, we have scales and arpeggios. Every truly cultured music student knows You must learn your scales and your arpeggios Bring the music ringing from your chest and not your nose I feel misled by it. I was in music class, okay? And uh, I get asked, Sophia, what is an arpeggio? And I say, is it when you go up notes? Like, you know, I was like, da na 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 na. Like, is it a scale? Because, you know, scale and arpeggios, I thought they were the same thing. Because, you know, it goes up. It's not. Yeah. And I've thought that ever since, like, this year. Really? Yeah. So, an arpeggio for all, okay, for all the non music people that are confused, being like, what the hell is a scale and arpeggio? <laughs> so, a scale is when you are in the key are in a certain key and you play the notes in that key in that scale and on a arpeggio is the first third fifth note and then repeating until you hit the end of the scale so an arpeggio is like the shortened version of the scale basically see on this podcast your role here is to just explain <laughs> musical things that I just don't know about because I'm a terrible music student <laughs> um when the kids are singing it they keep breathing midway through and it makes it sound so much more like believable because yeah. they run out of breath while they're singing and it's so cute <laughs> it's I yeah no I I loved it it's the lengths that they go for these kids voices is actually impressive yeah I agree like it was really believable mm. i'm wondering if the actors that played the voices were actually kids i'd assume they were they have that like really innocent little voice oh, that was such a bad accent uh the next song is uh thomas o'malley o'malley the alley cat abraham de lacy giuseppe casey thomas o'malley Oh, the alley cat. The smoothest song. I agree. You don't, that is how you introduce a character. That is how you just have like the female, you know, downs in distress, wake up, hearing an absolute legend singing on like a brick wall. You know, Abraham Lacey. Geo Sepha Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas the alley cat. Yeah, <laughs> it is and so. When he jumps on the tree and like shakes, and she's oh, like, she's just acting all mysterious while she like, like cleans herself. And she's like, oh, little does she know, little does he know that she has kids, <laughs> three of them, <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have much for that. I just, I love it. It's so good. It's, I mean, in Cinderella, we spoke about like a dream is a wish your heart makes being a really good introduction because, you know, it shows her dreams and like her spirit and optimism. And this just shows how much of a legend he is. Oh my God. He, I, yeah, no, he's definitely the main character. He is so like, cool. The best, the actual best. Uh, the last song, because there weren't that many songs. No, there weren't. Uh, everybody wants to be a cat Cause the cat's the only cat Who knows where it's Everybody wants to be a cat Because the cat's the only cat Who knows where it's at Tell me everybody's picking up on that feline beat 
everything else is obsolete. You know when they kept saying like, oh, we're recky techy techy or something like that. Oh, rinky tinky tinky, yeah. That was stuck in my head when Marie said it for like two days. <laughs> you just like randomly go, oh, rinky tinky tinky. <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> God damn it, Marie, she keeps doing it. Yeah. Also, uh, quickly, I mm-hmm. found out something. Yes. So the actress that played Marie mm-hmm. um, was Liz English. Mm-hmm. She was born in September 1930. Aristocats was 1970. No. Uh-huh. She doesn't damn good kid voice and geez. Yeah. That's impressive. Kind of. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel misled. Yeah, same. Unacceptable. Let's go on strike against Disney. Out of everything, them being racist. No, no, no. This is what we go on strike about. <laughs> it's fine. Well, We've we on strike about the Aristocats. Is it because of the racism? No, it's because like a forty-year-old woman played Marie. <laughs> they joined the strike. They're like, yeah, definitely. We've seen yeah, you. We could make a strike. <laughs> and then um, I felt uncomfortable watching it because mm-hmm. the way they dance, it's like. They're dancing like humans, and it's weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> I, that's, that's a thing I wrote down. All the animals are so human-like. Oh so I think, I think they're, like, much more relatable characters. Because, like, normally you'd be like, oh, O'Malley is so relatable. It's, like, it's a cat, you're a human, you know? Yeah. But they're so human-like in this movie that you can relate more. It's, is it anamorphic? Yes, anamorphic. It's when... Other examples of anthropomorphism include the attribution of human traits to animals. Interesting. So every single Disney movie ever. Um, <laughs> it was it was weird. I didn't like it. I felt uncomfortable. And really? then was playing the harp, and I was like, "Since when can she play the harp? When? What is this?" And, and to be honest, surprised because like it's a fancy cat. Of course, she can play the harp. <laughs> Was, you know, if you want to turn me on, then blow a tune. Yeah. <laughs> and then they started like breaking the floor, and the whole song just felt like an absolute acid trip. <laughs> the lights going, and they're all different colors. Oh my God. Uh, imagine being, oh, what is it? When flashing bright flashing lights cause like, uh, seizures. Oh, epilepsy. They <laughs> do give an epilepsy warning at the beginning of the movie. They do. I I didn't see one for the version I I think somewhere, I think I saw an epilepsy warning because of the flashing lights. Uh, Speaking of animation, would you like to go on to that? Yes. So I know you said that you quite liked it. I I do. I think it was very clever making it like like watercolours and like a sketch Mm. and like a painting. And then having... Okay, so you know how... Toulouse the way he paints it and it's all like droopy yeah and how they have that at the beginning where it's the paint being droopy which like dissolves into the actual scene I thought that was clever oh oh, I didn't realize that oh that is clever yeah and just the colors were so bright and like pretty Mm. I don't think the animation is as good as Cinderella which is what I'm comparing it to because that's the last one we watched uh I liked the backgrounds but you know how you said that you liked the sketchy look of the animation? I thought, I mean, you can see the lines and it just looked really, really messy to me. Because, really? I, yeah, I mentioned last last episode about how there was an era of Disney where they wouldn't erase their lines, right? Yeah. They wouldn't. Like, Snow White is the same problem. And I don't know if it was on purpose. For the sake of my argument, I'm going to say it wasn't. <laughs> But it looks really, really messy, and I didn't like it very much. The eyes were weird. Duchess had really blue eyes, and there was no white in them. That and then Omar's eyes were just yellow. It's like, like okay, demon eyes, sure. I mean, yeah. what's his name? Rockford didn't even have eyes. It was like some de- demonic black dots. <laughs> yeah. And I was, uh, you know, the bit when they get, like, dropped underneath, in, like, under the the bridge in the basket? Yeah. The colours there were non-existent. They were, like, brown, 
really dull colors and I wrote down how dull it was and then the exact next scene it was really really bright I wouldn't say that's so much a criticism because I guess you know dark because edgy sad scene bright yeah. cool Thomas O'Malley legend god you know so I mean yeah it just depends on who's watching it I mean I don't have the nostalgic attachment to it that you do <laughs> I forgot to mention about uh, two things I, I, I had here for my final thoughts. Number one, because this has kind of been popping up a bit. I don't think it should have been set in France. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you this. Why? <laughs> okay. The, I think the only reason why they say in France was because, oh, look, they're so fancy and the French are fancy. But they all had okay. English accents except like Duchess. Yeah, Duchess has a French accent. Sometimes it goes weird. Yeah. The, kitten, the kittens are like, I can't remember if they're English or American. They're not French, I'll tell you that much. And they're English because Maria's very posh. Yeah, the geese are English. They all, I mean, to me, they all seem to have English accents. Oh, it's no, O'Malley's all- American. Oh, okay. Okay, then why not say in, like, America? I, that's why I didn't understand. There was no point to say in France apart from having that one establishing shot of the Eiffel Tower even then <laughs> they've done it you know with yeah. Big Ben I think it was just so it wouldn't seem too like familiar to Lady in the Tramp which was Lady in the Tramp in oh no that was Italy was that Italy uh, New Orleans wait really okay Lady in the Tramp is in New Orleans uh no that makes sense because of the no it doesn't <laughs> I thought Italian because you know, they go there's um they go to the Italian restaurant and it's like I was, I was gonna say oh that makes sense because of the meatballs and I was like, wait no but that links to Italy not mornings. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have like too many English movies, which I mean, the more the merrier. Am I right? No. I the entire time I was like, why is it set in France? There's no reason. I guess you don't really need to have a reason to say it somewhere, but if. All of them, or most of them, have American or English accents. Why not set it in America or England? Because being like, oh, French equals fancy isn't really a valid reason, in my opinion. And I mean, I guess, because it's also a love story (laughs) and, like, France's country of life. (laughs) City of love. City of love. Exactly. Or lights specifically, but we don't talk about that. And finally, my other thought was the cats being kidnapped was on the newspaper. Maybe they ran away. And even if they did were kidnapped, it would not be on the front page. Like, who? No one cares. No one cares. The most is people, like, maybe some, like, wanted signs outside that the madame will hire some people to put up but not enough for it to be, for like four random cats to be on the front page. When was oh, this? Also, I, linking with that, Madame, like looking for the cats, mm-hmm. I have two points. I swear she's a witch. <laughs> she woke up in a storm having a bad dream about the cats and they're gone. Like, hmm, that's I a bit suspicious. <laughs> a witchiness, you know? And then when she opens like her bed, her reaction is like, oh, no, where are my cats? <laughs> you know? Yeah. She doesn't like, it was not heartfelt. You know, if she's a crazy cat lady and she loves her cats that much, wouldn't she scream or something? And she was just like, oh, no, how tragic. My cats are gone. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah. If she's going to be the crazy the cat lady, at least give us some emotion here. Like, exactly. come on. <laughs> And yes, I, I the fact that uh, Madame is definitely psychic is 100% canon in my mind now. Uh, but yeah, so overall thoughts. What would you rate it out of 10? And would you watch it again? Either a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. I think you raised a lot of points, which may bring it down to a 9 for me. <laughs> um, but oh, I would 100 watch it. Like 100% watch it again. It's one of my favourites. Uh, I would give it a five out of ten. Oh, <laughs> you told you told me earlier that it was slightly lower than mine, and you're saying five. Yeah. Um, the villain was boring. The slapstick didn't wasn't funny to me, 
at most, I liked some of the characters. The songs didn't do much for me. The plot was basic. I wouldn't watch it more than twice in my life, maybe three times pushing it. Maybe if I was like, hey, you want to see like this movie about some cats? To me, my kids, I'd watch it again. But apart from that, I really don't see myself watching it again. It's be technically in the tramp, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's I can see that now. <laughs> so... I yeah. think that's done. Two very different opinions. Yeah, well, I feel like we're going to have that a lot. So thank you for listening. Please follow us on our Instagram, Disney Discourse, with an underscore at the end. If you um, want any Disney movie to, for us to talk about, uh, email yes. us. Everything's in uh, the bio here. Uh, or just DM us on Instagram. <laughs> Anything, yeah. Wait. Next week, we are doing Hunchback of Notre Dame. I am so excited for this. I have never watched this movie. Abby, I have so many thoughts. I've actually been reading the original French. I mean, it's translated into English, but I've been reading the original novel. Victor Hugo, he, uh, well, you know, pre-thing, he also wrote Les Mis. Fancy. Yes, all the French. I'm so excited. Here we go, another French movie. (laughs) And... Yes, so thank you for talking about the Aristocats, Abby. No problem. The movie that is impossible to type out because autocorrect like refuses to type out Aristocats. Oh, with that, yeah, I thought it was clever that the title was the Aristocrats and he yeah. knocks out the R. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does do that, doesn't he? I completely forgot. But yes, well, I'll see you next time.